You are listening to the Mary Jane Society Podcast, brought to you by Studio 420, a cannabis-friendly marketing agency. Thanks for joining. Today, our guest is Craig Petersmark, owner of the United Green, a top cannabis staffing agency serving the cannabis industry, including cultivation facilities, transport, extraction, testing labs, manufacturing, and provisioning centers. I was enlightened to learn about all the nuances and support a niche staffing agency provides. Let's meet Craig. He's been in the staffing industry for over 25 years and knows a thing or two about it. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, thank you. Are your podcast here? (laughs) Yeah, the launch. We're really excited. It's going really well, actually. Oh, fantastic. So I guess the first question is, um, what's the biggest problem in hiring for the cannabis industry? Well, there's there's lots of problems, (laughs) but um, I would say the biggest one right now is finding reliable talent. Um. It is a uh, it's a nationwide struggle to get the the reliability increased um, with the hire. Uh, you know, turnover is super high in this industry, and we uh, at United Green have have done a uh, um, a very good job of trying to reduce the rate from the national average um, for our clients in in a couple different areas, not just on the direct hire side, but um, from the contract side. And there's, there's a lot of different incentives you can throw to the clients and, um, and to the, the employees or the contractor. But ultimately, it comes down to building the A-team. And that, you know, the A-team for us is you got to spend a lot of time in building the A-team. Um, in this market, there's a lot of uh, owners and um, leaders that um, are very reactionary and, and really putting a total amount of effort in building the A-team because they want to you know, they want to scale quickly and they want to take advantage of the market. And I get that. But what you have to do is you have to be really, um, you got to, you got to have a process and you have to really understand how to build the A team. It doesn't, you you can't build an A team and, uh, you know, give me a call on Thursday and say, Hey, give me five people on Monday. And that you're not going to, that's not a recipe for success. Um, you know, for, for what, what we do is, you know, United Green is all about cannabis staffing from C-suite all the way to the cultivation teams outside or indoor. And it, it is a, it's a varying display of talent, but ultimately you have to know who's good and most importantly, who's not good. Why is there such a turnover, do you think? Well, um, let's see, COVID doesn't help, right, in this, this day and age. But ultimately, it's the it, it is a redundant position in the in the cannabis market, and some people get burnt out pretty quick. Um, there's you know for just take for example trimmers. When you're trimming for eight hours a day, um, and the owner wants you there seven days a week, you don't ha- you don't really have a break. You know you you get these little breaks throughout the day, but. Um, you get, you're burning the candle at both ends and it's, it's a bitch, man. It, it is tough. Um, not a lot of people realize how difficult it is when, when to find a good trim team. Um, uh, but when you do, you want to keep them, um, better than the, the, the technology that's out there. Um, yes, for mass amounts and stuff like that, the products that are in the market they they can do it, but to maximize your, your harvest and, and your yield, you, you need a good trim team and it is 
it's a difficult job and you have to find people that love the market. You know, they love cannabis. They want to be in it and they don't, they don't want to stick to being a trimmer. They want to learn and be an assistant grower and move up the food chain in, uh, in the cannabis world. Yeah. Trimming seems really tough. Cultivation is, it's almost like a new, new job. Uh... Yeah. New job creation. It is. And it, and it really is, you know, it, <laughs> It was uh, it was highly regarded on the black market. Now now that uh, we're on the, the the legal platform here, a lot of people have you know crossed the road and um, they're they're looking at better pastures. And some have found out that you know there's a lot of vertical companies that are you know they, they run it as a very tight ship. And the black market, as you know, is is not as tight as corporate USA. Um, there's a different culture now mm. and right now and it's needed too. the, the professionalism that's coming into the market is um, is well needed and and it's um, you know at United Green we we try to add to that my background I got 25 years of staffing you know I've, I've owned a couple companies um, uh, acquired one and I got into this business three years ago um, due to what I know what's coming and there's a, there's a lack of talent. Um, you know, throughout the United States, but more importantly, in the Midwest and East Coast, most of the talent has been recruited from the West to come out here. Well, what's happened is that, you know, California and Colorado and um, Oregon, the, those states have, have, you know, what we call plateaued in the job industry. It's still growing and it's still huge, right? But the, the companies, the entrepreneurs that are out here um, are attracting um, the talent out there with more pay, more equity, and to get started in the right way because they don't want to make the mistakes of, you know, yesteryear of of when they were, they're you know they were trying and experimenting with with certain things. You, you, the window here is not um, as as big as it once was. You know, you can make mistakes, but right now with the licensing prices and stuff like that. Those are very expensive yeah. mistakes to make. What is the transition with the the illegal market? Do you see a lot of people coming to you to try to get into the industry, or yeah, we have yeah, we do. Pay. That's a good question because, and, and what you have to do is you have to vet these people, right? You got to make sure the background checks are clear and the people that you're you're sending over. You know, there's a lot of talented people out there that are felons. And but they're talented and they understand the business and, and they understand it in, in a lot of different ways better than um, some of the entrepreneurs and, and owners that, um, you know, have been in the market for a while. But there's some people that are just unemployable and you can't take the risk. Uh, the risk ratio on hiring is, is got to be um, you got to look at it. And you got to weigh it. Right. And in this market, um, you know, there's a lot of people that. They're not. They're never going to be um, in in the the legal zone. Uh, they're going to be in the black market. But we get calls every day at our offices, and um, you know we our our services right now are on the direct hire side and the contract side. Um, and and what's evolved is that we're getting more calls in the cultivation um, market from you know from the black market personnel, and it is a. Uh, it's enlightening to see them wanting to get there, um, but you have to do your due diligence to, to make sure that they're the right fit for your client, not only 
talent-wise, but cultural cultural fit too. So you vet them out through conversation and just cannabis databases in the United States. We've been building it um, for the last, you know, since 2018. But what we have to do is we talk to these candidates um, every day. You know, our phones are always ringing. And what we have to do is we have to measure these candidates. And, and really, if you're going to hire, if you're going to interview three people, you want to hire the best person. And there's two people that are not going to get the job. But what we have to do is we have to right. really disseminate um, who's good and who's not good. And ultimately, it comes up to our client. It's, it's our client's choice. I'll give them people who can do the job, but it's up to our client to say, yes, Craig, let's bring them on. Or no, Craig, we're going to pass on. So where, where do you see most of the opportunities? I can see cultivation for sure, just because that's, it's so new. Yeah, our, our focus right now are, are with uh, the Fortune 100 cannabis companies, the, the vertical companies that, um, that, that not only need um, cannabis support and talent, but they need the infrastructure support from a business perspective. And that's, that's huge for us because uh, we can support all areas on the finance side, um, mid mid level management, C suite management, um, executives, you know things of that nature. And for for us, it's it's still growing because you know we're adding new states every year. Uh, we we have a a national rollout plan that has thirteen states that um, we have been sliding into for the last three months. Uh, we're officially kicking it off in January, but we're servicing Ohio, Michigan, New York, New Jersey the East Coast, um, Arizona. There, there's a lot of states right now that, that we support on a contract basis because you have to have um, the labor regulations over there on the contract side to support it. And each state, as you know, Pam, has different regulations, mm. different parameters. The good thing about United Green is we, we don't touch the plant um, and we don't move the plant. We're not to secure transport, but there, there's a lot of different avenues that we support um, in all the markets, you know, the labs for us are big, you know, the scientists, um, they're few and far between to work these labs. And, um, we have had a ton of success working with labs, um, throughout, throughout the States. And that, that's a focus of ours. Um, you can call it higher end placement, but what we try to do is we try to segment it into different categories, like secure transport. We supply a lot of transport companies with drivers. We eat the cost on the ins the high insurance rates our company does, so those guys can focus on, you know, driving business and getting more orders. What they do is they they'll rely on us to find the drivers, and finding drivers is is very challenging right now in this market. Um, you know, because you're 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 delivering cash and weed, and it is a it's not an easy time. But Companies have gravitated towards us because it's a it's a specialty service that we offer that that most cannabis staffing companies do not. What we do a little bit differently um, than our competitors is is we set up um, some of these these plans these these models we call them on the staffing side. Most staffing companies, Pam, are are pretty reactionary. What we do is we take a a business consultant role, work with the hiring the hiring players with our clients. And then we customize a plan to meet their, their hiring needs. Because every company does not want to spend um, a ton of money on staffing. You know, to, there's a lot of costs that get rolled up because you don't get to write off the employment costs and stuff like that. 
So we understand there's a there's a delicate balance that you have to come to. But ultimately, it's um, it's unique to the marketplace with with what we do and we customize our um, our plans. And it's pretty cool. We we have won a ton of business um, in Michigan. We're the largest cannabis staffing company in Michigan. And we we support the the largest players in Michigan right now, um, not only from an office point of view, but um, out, you know, out, out in the field and um, and inside. So it's it's refreshing to see um, we're not for everybody, uh, but but what we do is we, we try to get the talent to come to these companies that um, that make our clients a ton of money. And that's that's why people are getting in this game. They want to make dough. They want to make money. Um, hey, I, I don't want to mislead anybody either, Pam. I want to make money, too. But the only way I'm going to make money is if I build the A team the right way and people love our people and they love our service. And that's how we're going to continue to grow and continue to win business. Yeah, earlier you were saying like a lot of people don't follow the the right process for building the A team. What what do you mean by that? Like what is the process? Well, there's what happens is that in the in the cannabis textbook, you, you know, you have to hire a master grower, right? You have to have a president. You have to have a CIO. You have to have a marketing team. Um, well, you you don't necessarily have to have all that when you're working with the right partner, because uh, there's a lot of people that that I have um, come in contact with, and, and same with my colleagues that have um, you know worn multiple hats. And when you when you hire the right person um, that ties in the the whole focus together. It, um, it, it just puts your, your company in a better position to be successful. And, and that's, that's what we want to do. We want, we want these companies and, and you know, these prospective clients to understand that the, the art of growing um, isn't just you know, how, how potent your, your, your weed is, right? Or how big your harvest is. Yes, it helps and all that. But it's the team behind that to get there is what's going to drive the success. And, and for us, we do have a, a certain standard recipe um, that, that's internal here, the, how, how we operate. And it's pretty cool. It's, it's very effective. Um, do we hit the mark every time? No, because we're dealing with people and people are crazy, Pam. I mean, they're up, down, in and around. They're, you know, some people are nuts and some people are great interviews, but they, they suck when they, they get on board. And, you can't you can't control someone, you know, hiring a great candidate who interviewed well, but then them turning into, you know, maybe they're they, they have some dependencies that, mm. that we're unaware of when they're on the job. Right. There's just some things you, you can't foresee. But what we try to do is we try to put the odds in our clients favor and our process does that. We have a very high ratio of um, interview to hire rate. As right now in this market, um, time is money, and you, you don't want to have three or four interviews to hire one guy. If you have two, and a company brings in ten candidates and weeds it down to two, you're more effective on your time. And if you're more effective on your time, you're going to save more money out there with that manager who's hiring, and hopefully put them in a better position um, to be more productive or efficient. 
So um, what industry are companies favoring, like pulling talent from, or I guess would you be pulling talent from, or where do you see, you know, in the C-suite? Like I, I've kind of noticed like people coming from large CPG companies. Yeah, there, there are, um, there's a lot of people entering the market from a process standpoint, meaning um, organizational charts, duties, uh, the, the consumer goods market does have some really good talent, but sometimes what you have to realize is that that doesn't marry up so well all the time when you're, you're landlocked, landlocked in these states. Because most of these national guys um, in the consumer goods market, say, you know, you're working Anheuser-Busch or something like that. And I've interviewed a lot of, lot of talent um, from that industry. Uh, they're, they're used to such a national exposure. Well, it, it's not like that. And each state is hyper-competitive. The walls are still up in every state, right? I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Um, and I say anytime soon, I, I, I'm looking at five to seven years before we see a transition where some of the walls come down. Uh, but, but ultimately, it's a, uh, um, it, you're landlocked. And you have to learn how to win that state. So what happens is that you need someone that, that understands um, the, the micro side as opposed to the macro side. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, Pam, but yes, yes, it does. You kind of have to learn and, and you got to hire in a way that is a little bit more unique than just grabbing a guy who's been big and has been successful. You know, if you if you worked in the automotive market and you came over here because automotive and automotive in Michigan's great. But hell, these guys don't know how to run a weed company over here. They've been pushing cars for the last 20 years. Right. Been here, they think they know what's going on. There, there's a lot of guys that are setting their company up in a way that I already know won't put them in, in the driver's seat. And, and it's, it's critical in, in how you look at things. And yes, it does cost money, um, but it does cost money to enter this market. And the cost of entry, it's, it's privately funded, right? See, so you, you have to have you know, accountability. You have to have your setup internally that, that's going to work your plan. And a lot of these guys, they just want to grow and sell their weed or they want to push it to dis distillate. And, you know, the emphasis is not on quality. It's, it's more on um, mass volume. And that's not a recipe for success. The, the, the recipe for success is, yes, you want to have volume. You want to, you want to have, you know, good product. Uh, but you want, you want to have a world-class internal process that, um, exceeds expectations. It just doesn't meet them. Do you see any difference between uh, hiring in the medical versus rec, uh, recreational um, businesses? Well, um, like medical meaning like equipment or medical pharmaceutical? Pharmaceutical. Okay. There, yeah, there's, there's, um, so the pharmaceutical industries and, you know, it's interesting because um, they, they have ups and downs just, just like cannabis. But, but ultimately, um, their ebb and flows is based on, um, you know, when their when their patent expires, right? And and that's a different ballgame because a lot of a lot of companies scale down when when the patent expires. Usually, it's a seven year patent. But the the, the pharmaceutical personnel, um, it's a way different ballgame when you're calling on doctors and. Um, in medical practices, as opposed to calling on uh, grow facilities, um, transport companies, um, labs, and things of that nature, it's it's a different beast, and it takes a special person to do it. There's there's 
the industry is still searching for more talent. Um, you know, on the you know we call it the uh, the business development side. When you have a guy that understands the the cannabis market and the benefits um, a great service can provide to put that company you know in a position to to win and, and drive business, then then you got a winner. What happens is though is like pharmaceuticals, it's it's all about pushing one product, right? The the cannabis market market is is it's not just a product; it's an intangible sale, right? It, it's a service, way different ball game. And um, you have to look at the market as tangible versus intangible. And when the service companies coming in to support a tangible market, you got to have benefits right away that your your investors look at. They absorb. They say, you know what? This is what I need. This is why I'm going to go with United Green. Um, there, there's a lot of things, and cost has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, let's let's take for example, um, we'll we'll take a, a a large like a cure leaf or a terrasen, okay? A large um, SOP that that looks, you know, they're they're big, wide ranging, multiple states. So those those guys have a ton of needs all over the place, but every market is different. So they want to team up with someone that has. Um, understanding of the market. So when you pick up the phone and you call United Grain, you ask them, hey, how, how much does a market director or a vice president get in Maryland or Massachusetts versus Arizona? You know, I, I have the stats here to support that. That's a consultant um, benefit that we provide, but a lot of staffing companies will just say, all right, what do you want to pay? How much you want? Well, I have a guy and he's only, you know, he's $300,000. And they say, oh, all right, is that what it is? They don't know. They're just, you know, that guy's on the phone talking to a recruiter saying, I want 300 grand and I want, you know, a two or 3% equity swing. Hey, you have to really understand the market. And once you do and you get these guys to understand the market and the benefits, that's that's when those guys are highly successful. I didn't realize there was so much to, to staffing in the industry. <laughs> oh yeah. Damn it. It's crazy. It's, Oh my yeah, gosh. It's down. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of cool things. You know, the, the biggest wave and I, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you asked me earlier, the, the biggest wave that I see coming, um, is outdoor support. Um, these outdoor grows, you know, we call it an aggregate play, but it, what's happening is that the, there's going to be so much distillate that's going to be coming into the market. I, I don't really care how much distillate comes in the market. All right. United Green doesn't really care about that. It's, it's servicing the outdoor community. And, and that's a challenge. Um, you know, typically it's, it's always been hired, you know, they've been hired by the minorities, the Hispanics have really owned the, uh, the aggregate and the outdoor harvest right now, what we've done is we put together teams in certain regions to support these outdoor grows. And instead of keeping the staff on internally and absorbing these costs, what we do is we just, we, we lease them out and they can call us and say, all right, I, I need 25 people, you know, for, for eight days or three days or, you know, depending on how big their, um, their crop is. And what we do is we send our guys out there and they'll tackle it. Um, take care of the biz. They, they're, they're led by the management team on site. Um, you know, you, you can call it a farm and that, that farmer, right. Is going to lead the team and how he wants it done. And I, and, and Pam, in this industry, every leader has their own recipe. 
I have not spoken to one company that has had the same model. And it's in, and that's kind of refreshing, but a little scary too, right? Mm. But <laughs> they all have their own recipe because they all want to differentiate themselves uh, from their competition. You mean recipe for um, how their their cultivation process or? Yeah, how they're set up. The, okay. you know, it goes from from watering to, you know, what, what seed, the plant, where they're getting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All tied. They all have, they all have their own recipe and how they, you know, the lighting, you, you name it. I, there's, there's a lot of fan favorites out there, but ultimately um, you have to really get to know these, these leaders and these owners on a personal basis to, to really um, resonate because I, I'm a business owner. And I understand that the challenges in this market are immense. It's it's not um, it's it's very competitive, and you know, prices are dropping. They're they're not going up. They're dropping, and you know you have to make you have to make more money because the outside investor these outside investors want to see the numbers grow, but yet when the market goes down, that means you have to produce higher, right? You have to have higher yields and. Right. You know, better product. So there's more pressure on the master growers. And, you know, that's a, that's a very, that's a, that's a, you know, a lot of money going down the tubes, right? Yeah. And also I, I would imagine they don't need people year round because they're only when the harvest is happening is when they need a, you know, a bunch of people to come in. So. Correct. But here's the thing, Pam, the, the fortune 100 cannabis companies that um, that we service, and trust me, we're uh, we're far from a hundred, but we're we're on our way. But that what happens? They have they have so many licenses, right? You know, in Michigan, it's called a Class C, and with with fifteen hundred plants, you know, we're dealing with guys that have you know six to twelve Class C licenses. So you're you're dealing with a hundred thousand square foot facility they're managing. Um, you know, it's tiered, and there's a there's a lot of there's just a lot of cool technology out there that allows these companies to maximize their, um, their office space. And, and what we try to do is we try to marry up a model, you know, a business model that's good for them that hopefully they view us as a partner and an asset as opposed to a liability and a cost. And, and that's, that's the difference, right? Um, a lot of smaller companies will look at staffing as, you know, strictly cost, 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 where, you know, if they hire the right person, um, that could flip their company in a heartbeat and put them in a position to, to not only drive and win business, but, um, you know, be a player in that in that right. space. That's a great way for you guys to stand out, because especially in this industry, like you're saying, it's changing at the, you know, you need really qualified people because, the quality, consistency, it's its so competitive right now and everybody's trying to be the big winner. So um, staffing and all that is is, is crucial, obviously. It, oh, it is, Pam. Yeah, and we're fortunate. We, we've been supported by, um, I don't know if you've heard of Capstone, but they're one of the largest private equity investors in cannabis right now. And um, Keith Stone heads up Capstone. He's He's a uh, perennial powerhouse in the cannabis market. Um, his leadership team is second to none. Uh, I'm grateful that that we have access to his leadership team, but um, but ultimately it's it, it's about 
internally having a company that can support a, a wide range of services um, due in large part because these vertical plays are in different states. And when you consolidate suppliers, you can be more efficient. And then when you have a supplier that can operate at a high level, um, then it can be more effective and more productive. What, what do you, I guess this would be, might be the last question is how do you see companies integrating social equity into their, into their businesses? I see more, I see it more and more, um, you know, the, the social equity side, it, it's evolving, but is it evolving as fast as we would like it, Pam? Probably not. It's challenging enough right now with trying to compete. There's a lot of, there's a lot of staffing companies that are popping up now that are, are competing it's what can we do better in the in the marketplace, right? Um, to attract you know different entrepreneurs, um, what can we do to give back to the community? We, you might um, Charlie Batch and is down in Pennsylvania, and, and we support um, toys and stuff like that. And he reached out to us, and he he's a he's an advocate of uh, the cannabis market and the CBD market, and um, he's a, he's been a, a pioneer down there, a leader. He's been you know. A, one of the, the spokes uh, persons for the NFL. And um, I just happen to be a, I, I've known Charlie for many years and you know, he asked us to reach out for his community and see what we can do. And, and I said, whatever you need, man, I, what, what happens is that sometimes some companies don't want to be associated, you know, with the leaf. Right. And, you know, from a community perspective, that that's kind of challenging. That's difficult. Um, you have to get creative in different ways to support people um, and their initiatives. And, and you know, we, we try to get as creative as, as we can, but um, we are limited, though, Pam. We are limited. Yeah. No, no. I think, you know, training, accelerator programs, you know, incubator programs, um, training, I guess that's really what it comes down to. I, I will shed some light on, you know, the, the training side and the internal processes for training, there's, there's a couple companies out there that um, are diving into that. Um, you know, we, we call it certification. And mm. right now, United Green is the only certified cannabis staffing company in the United States. We, we were certified by a consultant, a third party out in Oregon called Uplevel. Um, Mark is um, a leader in, in the, in this process and he's uh, one of the owners and, uh, he's just done a great job, but what he's done is he's kind of educated me on setting up the right processes internally to make sure that you can go out and handle um, these these large vertical plays. And for for us, you know, it is a feather in the cap. Yes, I spent uh, extra money to do it, um, but ultimately we we want to build the trust up in this market um, by by showing people we can be certified. As there's a lot of sketchy companies out there that owe people a lot of money and they owe back taxes. Well, what Uplevel does, they, they make sure you're clean. They make sure you're legit. Make sure you have insurance. They make sure that your payroll oh, is run oh, a reputable company, not a bullshit company. And for us, you know, I like that. When you don't want to when you're working with a company in this, this industry, you don't want to make, you want to make sure there's no liens on that company, right? There's nothing outstanding. There's, there's no, there, you're not working with a felon. You're not, there's a lot of internal processes that go on that come into play that really only executives from outside of this market 
are aware of. And those those smart executives set up their companies um, the right way. And we and that's what we target. We want to we want to target these companies that you know that United Green comes in and we'll say, hey Pam, this this is what we offer. Um, but ultimately, you can use us in this area, this area, and over here if you need it. But right now, your primary approach is, you know, Craig, I, I need a, a marketing director in cannabis, or I need a, um, uh, a master grower um, that has, you know, five to six years experience. And they'll, they'll tell me what the level of, you know, the workload is. And then we got to match it up, you know, and then you know, it's, it's not as easy as just talent. It's culture fit, all these companies run it differently. You know, a lot, there's a lot of companies that are just like to have fun and they're out there and they're, they're, they love the space, but they're not really motivated to, to make, to be the number one guy, but they are motivated to make a great, great product. Mm. And that's what you do, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, we just got to make sure that, you know, United Green stays focused and we, you know, we, we can obviously deliver on, on what's expected and, if you continue to do that, then United Green will will continue to grow and expand. And you know, our our goal is to really be the number one staffing company in the nation. Um, and and there's some primary players that beat us to the punch, but we're making some serious um, strides. And I think this time next year, Pam, you'll we'll have another meet and greet, and it'll be a different approach because I think the market will be a lot more mature, and you'll see some more states. Um, you know, open up in different ways that we didn't, that we didn't anticipate. Yeah. Wow. It's so exciting. Well, it sounds like a great company. I, I think there's going to be good things for United Green. <laughs> well, I, I hope so, Pam. I hope so. There's, you know, in this market, there's over 330,000 um, employees in the cannabis market. To put it in perspective, 330,000 people um, in the United States. All right. That's, that's a lot of people. That's, that's more than electrical engineers out there. Right. And when you put that in perspective, it's the fastest growing market, right? Yes. It's the fastest growing market. You're going to have some hiccups. You're going to have some bumps. And you got to make sure you got a, you got a partner that understands these bumps. And, and that's where we come into play. That, that sounds like a good way to end. So where can people find you or how can people contact you? Well, they can contact us, you know, directly at 947-886-2427. But you can always pull up our website, and we have an active website. It's um, uh, at theunitedgreen.com. Um, we'll go from there. But but thank you, Pam. I appreciate your time and, and effort. And if you need anything from me with your clients, or if they, I can help your clients in any way, you can, you can feel free to give them my number and have them call Craig Direct, and I'll talk to them. I'll talk to them and. Get them, get them appropriated to the right team. Okay. Okay. Craig, so nice to meet you, really. You too, Pam. I appreciate your time. All right. Have a great day. See you. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.